pop that personality. I am. This is my personality. You I can't, can't tell me to listen. You can't tell me how to do my personality. Yeah, but you was kind of no. Uh, you was a lot. I was on water. Nah, you was you was on more than water. Like, <laughs> I dropped you out there, but you already did. You said I was smoking. No, I mean, you said that. I I'm was ready. gonna cut that. <laughs> I'm ready. You can cut this too. <laughs> what up, what up, what's going on? You are now tuned into the PDP podcast. What up, what up, what's going on? You are now tuned into the PDP podcast. What up, what up, what's going on? You are now tuned into the PDP podcast. What up, what up, what's going on? First of all, you ain't even supposed to be letting niggas know that she was there for the other I one. I didn't know you was recording. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> <laughs> you already started with the bullshit. It's not man. scripted. Exactly. So that's why we just free. We let it free form, right? Mm. All right. Before we get start this convo, what up? What up? What's going on, y'all? I am your host, Love Jack, and you are now tuned into the PDB podcast. Yeah, welcome back. You know, episode six. Definitely got some great feedback from the last episode. I'm hoping y'all are taking y'all credit serious. Like I said, I had seven steps for you. That was kind of really as far as I was going to take it. Because, you know, anything more, I was going to have to start sending out invoices. Game is to be sold, not told. Hopefully y'all applied it. Uh, y'all took it and ran with it. Because like I said, you ready to step out into the big wide world? You want to be presentable. You want to look like you know what you're doing and what you got going on for yourself, right? I know you heard a voice in the background. This is actually a really, really good friend of mine and my second guest, first male guest, you know. Um, like to uh, introduce yourself. My name is Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm excited to be here. I'm a little nervous. I'm looking forward to the interview. Dang. I know you got some probably crazy questions. Nah. Not, so I'm ready. I got my shield on. I'm I, ready. I ain't going to do you like that. You know, you my man's and all that. Right here, man, 50 grand. I can't do you too, too crazy. I'm ready. I got my vest on. All right. At least you know. Well, it's a 40. All headshots. I don't miss. So <laughs> the vest really ain't going to matter. You want to give a little background? About yourself, a brief introduction, so you know the people have a, a gist. Because you know this is an audio. The yeah, same, the same visual, the right? The same visual, that's every four. I'm not. So I'm I got not, two more. I'm not too popular, but no, my name is Donnie. I'm a former gangbanger, former felon, a former fucker. But now, through time and reflection, um, a good support system, and just like accepting responsibility, I have... Um, came from out of that shithole and um i want to say i'm on the right track now all right that that actually deserves a round of applause Nah, for real, that, that's what's up. You know, a lot of people, we so focused on toxic, right, in 2020 that uh, a lot of people let the word accountability slip underneath the rug. 
Mm. When you can own your shit, that's where you're able to grow from it, right? I agree. I concur. So, I mean, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about what you got going on and things like that. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on um, in the world today. It kind of ties into uh, what we're going to be talking about for today's interview. But um, I'm not sure if you heard about this lady. Her name is uh, Lori Laughlin, right? Mm-hmm. I think she was Aunt Becky on Full House, right? Okay, I remember her. Right, white lady. Last year, there was a conspiracy... Well, I don't want to call, so let me not call it a conspiracy. Her and her husband were actually on trial, and they ended up getting convicted of uh, bribing a school, USC. They paid like half an M to get both of their daughters admitted on a, a sports scholarship, right? And neither one of them little girls ever played sports. Crazy shit. Mm. Pay for people to take their SATs, basically pay for their slots. And it was a big thing at the time because it's like, yo, with the scholarships and the and the sports scholarships anyways, you're taking away from um, lower class kids who actually might be good at sports and they were banking on, you know, those the spots to be able yeah. to get into the school. You basically just paid it off, right? And I'm only bringing this up because she actually put in a request to where she could serve her sentence for a quote-unquote prison camp right she got to choose where she was gonna serve her prison sentence Mm. and i think this shit is crazy because it's kind of like i want to say it's white privilege but then i want to say it's bag privilege or is it even a combination of the two i would say it's a little of both because um back in the day they used to say like um a lot of mob bosses or people you know people that had money to where it's like, oh, you would always hear about, oh, you're going to Camp Fed. And before I did my Fed bit, I'm like, oh, Camp Fed, all right, I'm straight. I'm, I'm. And then it's like, nah, nigga, you're broke. Reality. You're broke. You're not going nowhere. You're not choosing where you're going or anywhere. But it's like, I think it's both because a lot of a lot of those jails, Camp Feds, stuff like that, they was in Florida. A lot of those are shut down. They have movie theaters, all sorts of what, like literally Camp Fed, golf so, course, shit like that. By Camp Fed, what is, what is like, what does that mean? You're serving a federal sentence in a federal prison, but it's literally, they call it Camp Fed because it's, it's a camp. The minute, the, the, the security level is camp. So, you know, they have camp, low, medium, medium, high. And then you have high, which is the pen. And then they have, what is it? Supermax, which is underground. ADX in Colorado, I believe. But they had it to where it's like, all right, these people have money. Like, all right, yeah, we're going to go serve here. Well, yeah, we'll do our time. We want to And they would put in requests like that. Now it's like, it's like, you can't put, I can't put in no request. A lawyer can, my lawyer can try to put in a request to keep me 500 miles close to where I live, but. That doesn't mean shit. They still be like, all right, well, we're sending you to Texas. Nobody asked to go to Texas. Nobody, nobody in federal prison wants to go to the West Coast. It's like you can't put anything. That's definitely bag privilege. I think it's like I said. I believe it's both. Yeah, that that was kind of crazy to me, and it's just like it goes to show that you know the same shit that she got convicted for with her even being you know arrested and having to serve time is for her bag privilege, and she pretty much just turned around and did the same fucking thing. Like, you got convicted of a crime, and now you're like, all right, well, that's cool. First of all, two months, that's a slap on the wrist. You know, niggas in the hood, when you get a probation violation, it's definitely for more than two months. You're lucky if they only hold you for 30 days. So not only are you getting off with two months, now you're on some shit like, oh, well, 
I think I want to serve my time. I want to serve my time here. You put in a request for it and it actually goes through. I think it's fucked up that it's even like that. And when I get to talking about it, like it makes me want to get into, you know, the systemic and systematic oppression and the prison, the pipeline and all that other shit. And I don't want to get too deep on that end of the spectrum, right? Because that's not what we're here for today. As you introduce yourself to the people and you did bring up the fact that you are a former felon, this is actually a perfect segue into talking about what today's topic is going to be, which is your experience coming from the block to the boardroom. So first and foremost, shout out to Tracy. Um, facts. I got to say it right, but the guy from Jersey. I came up with Block to Boardroom when I was in prison. Before, when I came home, it was crazy because I'm like, yo, no one got this. No one got this. I'm looking. And so I have Block to Boardroom. No one has that. So I'm searching. I'm looking. Boom, boom, boom. I get stuff finalized. And then I see a guy um, by the name of Tracy. And he's out of Jersey. He's into the prison reform. He has a book. He has a lot going on for himself. Um i reached out to him he reached back conversated or whatever um great guy and it was just funny i'm like yo somebody actually has something similar and the only difference between his and mine is his is called from the block to the boardroom mine is just block to boardroom so i kind of scrapped mine in a sense so it's like uh but i still use um the mentality of all right block to boardroom from the block to the boardroom this is my whole you know my whole take on that really is just more so like yo i use everything that i learned from the street and i apply it into the boardroom or wherever i'm at if i'm in school then it gets applied to the classroom if i'm in a board meeting then it gets applied to the board meeting so it's not like oh okay i'm in in the streets i'm in the streets and you know people say the streets is all i know well if that's all you know i don't believe that i believe that's what you choose to know but if that's all you know, and I'm putting in quotes, if that's all you know, then use all you know to everything else in life. Like, apply that shit to life. Oh, well, I know 520. Like, I'm great in math. I told crack, okay, 520s is $100. I go to math class. I should be acing shit. What's 5 times 20? Uh, okay, 520 roughly. 100. I should already know that shit that, you know what I mean? So... Exactly. exactly. That be the that's that's how I use it. Like you know, I use that shit for for for, for the for the boardroom. Like I right, let me use the street shit, and then I use that street stuff. And like I said, I just apply it to my life. Let me do the boardroom. Did you feel like the transition was tough? How was your experience for the transition? Because like you were saying, a lot of dudes, you know, they say the streets is all they know, right? You out in the streets, you making a lot of fast money. You know, you get knocked, you have to do a stint. Sometimes niggas is in a joint, you making a dollar a day. You get back out and it's like, niggas be acting like they too good to, you know, get a minimum wage job where you making $11 an hour, $12 an hour. And I feel like sometimes people had a mentality where it's like, you want to get out and make this top notch amount of bread. But it's like, honestly, between you being in the streets and being booked, you spend so much of your time in your life getting wrapped up in that, that you don't really have the experience nor the credentials to get the pay that you feel that you deserve. So I say yes and no. 
and here's why I say yes and no. You said the credentials and the experience. So a lot of people in prison and this goes back to what I said earlier as far as accountability. A lot of people in jail, granted it's mad stuff going on in jail. People are dying, people are getting raped, all sorts of wild shit going on. It's still like the streets, period. Regardless of COs, there's police out here on the street, people get killed. There's police in jail, people get killed, whatever. Regardless of that, while you're in there, let's say, you're in there, you got five years. You're in there with people that got life and all this other shit. So, aside from dealing with your stress or whatever of your time you're around this that prison politics and everything else there's a decision that you can make to it's like all right how am i going to do my time do i want to sit around and go to church route some people just say to go to church route there's nothing wrong with that you got some people that do that just for protection you got some people that turn muslim just for protection different then it's more so like me when i was in there it's more so like all right i'm about to try to get some money i'm i'm I don't have a lot of money coming from the out. I have my two best friends and my sister and my mom to where it's like, all right, my little brother's in school. My mom got to hold him down. My sister got two kids, everything else. So I'm grateful for the support that I have. My two best friends held me down. Fallon and motherfucking Ebony held me down to where it's like, I look at niggas different. To where it's like, I can't look at you. Like, nah, I know what loyalty is. I know what love is. I know it like support really is in a pure form yo that's a fact that's a fact so it's like because when you get booked all niggas gonna do is take pictures in front of the bay i didn't even get that but that is like (laughs) they gonna say free my nigga my whole time locked up i got 25 letters and that was out of 57 months basically so it's like when you do the math you're like damn you got five letters a year damn but back to what i was saying to it's like all right my whole time in there, I'm like, yo, I got to get my shit right. I got to go get my GED. I got to go get everything right. Because when I come home, I don't plan on returning to this place. I don't plan on going back here. Like, it, 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 no. I don't plan on coming back here. So, they have programs and everything in there that you can take to actually get those two things that you said that a lot of people don't have. Which is, you know, the experience. And the credential. You can obtain your GED. You can obtain your drywall, your electricity. You can obtain all this stuff in jail. A lot of the stuff you can get up jail. A lot of people don't take the time to do it because that's what they choose to do. Not everybody has that mental to where it's like, all right, I can stay focused on this and not worry about the prison politics. I don't have to necessarily worry. Like, it's all sorts of shit. You got to fight for your life in there. You got, like, it's not all... People say it's bad, but yeah, it is bad. It is. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. It is bad. But if you utilize your time and strategically, you know, utilize your time, then, you know, you could come out of jail to where it's like, all right, I got these credentials and this experience to go apply myself to go get a union job. You got some people that actually worked in jail and made more money in jail than they have on the streets hustling. They come home, boom, they done saved up $15,000. So it's like, all right, boom. But then you got some people that want to come home. That was, you know, that fast life. I was one of them, but it wasn't, you know, I'm not trying to keep up with this person. I'm not trying to keep up with that person because me trying to keep up with them, I'm, I'm going right back to jail. Trying to keep up with somebody that doesn't give a fuck about their freedom, doesn't give a fuck about their life, and doesn't have nothing to lose. 
that's how I'm going to take it. They might be down on their last straw or whatever. I don't know. I'm personally not going to make that decision to put me back in prison. I'm not going to do it. No, I definitely respect it. And I see you touched on how your experience was. And from what it sounds like, it's pretty much, you know, you just got to basically choose to apply yourself. Right. Some people, they go in there with the mentality. It's been statistically proven anyways, the way that the system is designed. Once you enter that, that system, the way that they have it designed statistically, you're bound to return. You know, that's why they got the probation and the, and the bracelet and the extended uh, parole and all this other shit, because it's kind of like once they got you, they want to keep you wrapped up in that. And, and true hustlers form, like you said, you took what you knew in the streets and applied it on a legal aspect and you actually made it pop for yourself. So how has that experience been for you? Did you find, was it, was it rough? Was it a, a bit of a an incline? It's still rough. It's still rough, but realistically it's, it feels good to be like, all right, you know what? I'm doing this. I own this or I don't have to move when this person says move or whatever. Like it's just, it's different, but it's definitely hard just to be like, yo, I'm going legit. But then let me take that back. I recant that. It's actually easier to do what's right than it is hard. And I used to never believe that. Like, yeah, I'm going to pick up this pack and go make this shit rough. <laughs> That's what all niggas be thinking, dog. But in all actuality, it's harder to go do that. Because it's like, yo, it's more risk. So anything that's more risk in in my uh, in my eyes, it's gonna be hard. It's easy for me to pick up a book. Easy for me to get online and um, you know, Google how to put up drywall, how to do this, how to do that. Easy for me to do that. If I gotta go shoot somebody, I gotta go get the gun. I gotta wipe out the bullets. I gotta wipe out the clip. I gotta go do all this extra shit. You gotta not get caught. <laughs> not get caught. I gotta pray. I got bail money if I do get caught. Gotta hope this person don't tell if I'm going with them. Gotta hope this person dies if I do shoot him and no one sees me. This is too many. It's too many variables you gotta factor in to do something illegal or to you know what I mean. You wanna drink some water, something? Nah, I probably need to fire up another one. You gotta try the other pack. That's all. All right, but so overall, you would say. I mean, I know it wasn't a smooth transition but would you say is it was a rewarding transition i'm gonna answer that honestly was it rewarding for me you can answer the question however you want i think it's gonna be rewarding if you're ready for it if you're not ready for change and willing to accept certain stuff then it's not going to be rewarding because it's not what you're looking for you're not seeking any there's no reward even if there wasn't a reward for you because that's not what you're looking for that's not what you want to do. So it's like, that's not in me, like morally, my character. Oh yeah, da, 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 nah. For me, it's becoming more reward. It's becoming rewarding. I'm starting to see the the reward and, you know, doing the right thing or whatever the case may be for me personally. But I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's going to be reward. Everybody's answer is going to be different. I wouldn't say it's rewarding for everybody, no. Because if that's not what they want and they're not ready for that, then... Why would it be? No, that's a fact. That's a fact. So I'm obviously I've been doing more listening than I have been talking because, you know, I wanted to hear your perspective and your side of the story and how you view things. If I'm not mistaken, it was a piece where you was talking about how, you know, um, your two best friends um, held you down during your bid. 
So I'm assuming that you did not have a girlfriend when you got, when you ended up doing your sentence. Am I correct on that? Correct. So but <laughs> this is something <laughs> that let me, let let me, me nah, let, let me, me give my issue off. Let I me give my say issue it's a double off. Part because when I first was convicted and everything, I did not have a girlfriend. When I came to the halfway house, I met somebody, I dealt with them. I went back to prison from the halfway house and I was dealing with that person. Now that answers your question. Now you can you can go from you can go from I there. mean I guess. So my question, right? How do you feel about women uh being in a relationship with a man who's in prison? And I don't, obviously, I want you to answer this question as a real nigga. And I know you're going to take your uh, experience into consideration because I got a few things to say about this. This is something that I go back and forth with people about all the time. So what is your take on it? On people in relationships? Yeah, but a person that's incarcerated. How do you feel about that? Well, if I'm the one that's incarcerated, me, I wouldn't want no woman. And I'm going to say this is the oh, reason why, this is what this is what oh, I say for real? Yeah. Hmm. I'd rather just have a friend. I'd rather just have a friend. And you know why? Because regardless of how many dudes might not admit it or whatever, when you go to jail and that woman, you might have a great woman. And it's just, I don't know if it's just the nature, but in the back of your head, you're still going to be like, and you might not even believe it, but you're like, damn. Nah, she can't be. It's like, it's too good to be true. So a woman can be like, yeah, I ain't fucked for nine years. Held my baby down. And there's going to be that probably 15% to 20, depending on the guy. Might be five to where that guy's going to be like, nah, maybe she fucked. My thing is, as a prisoner... I don't want those type of headaches. I don't want to be going to sleep at night. It's feel good to have somebody writing you and everything else, but you can have a friend do that. I've seen friends. I've witnessed it. Friends hold facts, you down facts. more than your than your spouse or your woman. So it's like, no, nah, I don't want them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't see nothing wrong with it. If, if, if a chick now, let's say let's reverse the role now, because that's me telling you from a prisoner. Like, all right, now let's reverse the role. If, 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 if it's a chick, and she's dealing with, or she just meets a guy in jail. She meets a guy in jail. Oh, what's up? Da, da, da. Do I see? Do I frown upon that? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just asking you how you feel about how it. I feel you can go ahead and oh, explain. Because nah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get my issue off soon. I'm you stop talking. I'm all for it because real shit. I'm I'm writing a female in jail. Now, I'm you, on the streets. Now, do you feel as though like you're writing her? Not saying only because, but because you've experienced it and you know what it feels like to not have anybody. So is that kind of like what draws you to that? Yes and no. So you telling me if you would have never been incarcerated, you would just pick up a pen and pad and be like, Hey, I'm going to get a pen pal that's in jail. Yes and no. And Elaborate. the reason why, and this is the reason why I say that, because here's my thing. So I do a lot of self-reflection a lot of times. So it's like, yo, I, as much as I might talk shit about women and that's just as I don't downplay or bash women, but 
I really respect women just off the strength of watching my mom, watching my sister, and just them doing stuff by themselves. So I really admire the struggle that they went through and, like, get through. So when I hear about women that's locked up, and it's like, damn. Granted, I can relate to them being locked up. I was locked up. These people have families and everything else. I don't know if they're writing them. But it's like women held it down, and to know that, it was women that held me down and then somebody locked up like, yo, why not write out to them? Cause it's fucked up. But I don't think there's a lot of men that's out here writing women that's in jail. Hell no, it's not. There's let only, alone sending money. There's only one papoose, Look, nigga. let alone sending money. But see, when you say there's only one papoose, the, why did papoose do what he do? Why did he hold Remy down the way that he held her down? That's another conversation. I'm pretty sure she lived up to that queen and everything that, that, that he was saying. And I'm sure that... She calls him a king because he's living up to that king with his actions and everything else. So yeah. that's that's a that's a different thing. That's that's different. But if you finish it, you done. Because I, I got I got. Don't some get shit to the papoos. Be like, oh, I want a papoos. Well, girl, you got to show me Remy qualities in order <laughs> for you on, me to come so on. So it'd be different. Come on. But that's, that's that's. And this different. is my thing, right? So you know, you were talking about it, and obviously where a guy would be doing a more heftier bid, right? Years on end. Personally, this is how I feel about the situation. If I, and I'm gonna put myself in this scenario, right? Let's say if I'm dating a guy, I know the type of life that he lives, right? I know what he's into, I know what comes with it. While we're dating, we're in a relationship. It's me and him, me and him. Meaning no surprise side bitches, no pop-up babies, no outside chicks that's just hanging around, no stragglers, no nothing. Me and him, we're good. Everything is straight. He's holding it down. He's doing what he's supposed to do as a man. In that particular scenario, if shit hits the fan, as his woman, it's only right that I stay by his side, right? Because that's just the right thing to do. I don't think that he would leave me hanging, so it's fucked up for me to leave him hanging because of something that's circumstantial like that right and that sounds so good but that's normally not how the fuck it happens right you got a nigga that's ripping and running the streets he got four bitches you the fifth right he done ran through my mall and now now that you're bagged you want to try to work on the relationship you want to build a bond i'm not doing that shit like that's that's a duck i'm not i'm not doing that shit that's just what's not gonna happen you was out here on the streets. You can't keep your dick in your pants. Now, because you in a fucked up situation, you expect me to just stop my life at a complete halt? Nah, that's not baby. Does he want a relationship with you or does he want money from you while he's behind the wall? Because that's, I need to know. I wouldn't give a fuck because no, I wouldn't, even, just, I wouldn't I just... even allow myself to find out. On some real shit, and for these females that's out there, y'all are going to the jails to look for love. I saw a meme, and it and it really hit different. Seven billion people in the world, and you feel like your soulmate is a prisoner? Like, something's wrong with you. And that's no shade to you, but on some real shit, you should not be going to the jails looking for love. On some real shit? Why not? What do you mean, why not? Where should one go to look for love? Go to a fucking coffee shop. Go to We're not one to store. say that. Listen, man, no. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Because really look at it. A lot of the times when females, they start looking to the jails for love and shit like that, you're a lick. You're getting played. The success story of a man 
who's incarcerated and meeting a female that's out on the streets and him, him actually taking her serious and coming home to her and they last. How many times have you heard of that? I can name one and there's one. One. I, I, I can name a few. One, more than actually, five. I can. I can actually name a few. More than five. I can name a few out of who I'm in contact with now. This is all I'm saying. Out of how many? How many just hundreds of me. people? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm no. asking you because we're talking about statistics. Out of how many pe- hundreds of people that you know have been locked up? How would we know? I see it all the time. Nah, I know. You're saying you know. I know over 10. You know over 10. And I'm telling you, I've seen so many people get locked up and I know not one. So so here's what I'm saying. Not fucking here's what I'm saying. one. That is in Massachusetts though. Right, you was in the feds. I'm just no, 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 no. We're talking stats. So Let's what I'm saying stats. is, so yeah. what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, we can't necessarily say it's more than this or more than that, just based off of Massachusetts, because how many people are not taking these surveys, if there are any, and how many are really going to answer honestly, if there are? I mean, I don't really believe that they're conducting, you know, but surveys. I'm just, on but I'm just, shit. but I'm just, you'd be surprised. No bullshit. You would be surprised. All right, since we based out of Boston, let's talk about the hood. How many times so have you like, heard that like, happen? So, like I said, out of the ten, mm-hmm. out of the ten, they're all from Massachusetts, and that's just ten. I said I know ten plus. So my thing is this: those men that done that, those women showed them in something, and this is my thing: not all of them are gonna be like that. But this goes back to what I said. Those dudes that take the time and utilize their time and those dudes that really sit there and reflect and stuff like that, then it's like, oh, you know what? I got a good one. I got a good one. Men actually do do that. Like, yo, man, you got a good chick. Your shorty's holding you down. You know what's crazy? When dudes are in jail, dudes are in jail and that's probably when they really, that's probably when they really appreciate a woman. It's fucked up. But when a dude is at their worst and that woman's there, that's probably when they really appreciate them. The sad shit, I can honestly say, and dudes will tell you, when dude, yeah, man, I got a good one, man, I'm going to come home. I tell dudes, I'm like, bro, don't fuck up. That bitch had you when you was at your worst. Yeah, but you know, well, don't commit to her and tell her you're going to be in a relationship and then come home and you want to fuck. You've been home, you've been down 10 years. You're not about to just stay home to that. Don't lie to yourself. Yeah. That's my only problem with any of that. Yeah, that'd be a fucking problem. Just don't lie to yourself. I know a nigga, he met shorty, was telling her like, yeah, we gonna get married, we gonna have all these babies. My man's came home, knocked up twice and told her he don't believe in marriage. Now she's stuck, looking stupid. Looking fucking stupid. Well, how does he look? Like a whole asshole, but I mean, we, we already knew that. Because from what I have seen, like I said, most of the time when dudes are booked, like, and it, maybe this is more so on the shortest stint sign. I think that's what I'm talking about. Because I'm going to naturally assume that the people that actually stuck it out in a long-term relationship, those people serve longer sentences. Is that fair to make that assumption? They've ranged from 18 months uh, sentences to probably 15 years sentences. All right. So it's like, it varies, but this is, I, I see exactly what you're saying. I've seen it. What I'm saying is it comes down to the mental and it, what was you doing with your time? Like if you're a liar and you're on some, oh, I'm playing bitches and that's what it is, then that's what you do. You got some people that go into jail and it's like, all right, I'm about to game shorty. Just like you got women out here like, oh, all right, I'm about to go to the club and I'm about to game him. 
It is I mean, what it is. Do it on the street too, though. But that's that's my whole point. Both people do it. Both sexes do it. What I'm saying is, it doesn't matter if you're in jail or not. If you're ready for it and you're gonna say, "Yo, this is what it is. I'm in jail. I'm in prison where you have nothing but time." Unfortunately, you're gonna sit there and a lot of people they use their head. They use their head. Same ones that use their head and come home and do what they need to do for their women. You got the same ones that come home and do what they need to do with their plans. People that are starting these little businesses and doing stuff like that. It's all about what you're doing in it. Like, if you're utilizing that shit correctly, then, you know, you're going to see results. That's- I hear you, man. But, yeah, to all my good, good sisters that's out there listening, I still stand firm by what I said. If he wasn't shit when he was on the streets, most likely he ain't going to be shit while he in there. Don't waste your time. You deserve better. Well, can I ask something? Ask whatever you want, my <laughs> man. Ask so. whatever you want. So, fellas, if she was a hoe when she was fifteen and she was letting y'all run trains on her, <laughs> and she come and she come to you now on Christian single and Christian mingle, yeah. don't don't do it because she ain't changed. I she mean, ain't changed because yeah. that's basically what you're saying. Listen, if somebody got a train ran on them, I would as a man, I wouldn't wife you neither. So, what what are you saying to me right Why now? Why not? Because you had We're gonna mad, save that for the next one. Yeah, you had mad go dicks off, in and off, out of your go mouth. Off like, air. Go off air. <laughs> Wrap this that up. That was a horrible analogy, by Wrap the way. Wrap this up. Horrible analogy. Like, up. what? No, it wasn't. It was a great analogy. No, it wasn't. It was a great It analogy. was horrible. look, when that person, when the, when the person goes to jail, right? You said they weren't shit in the street, right? Then they go to... They weren't shit in the street. Boom. They go to jail. Let's say they do 10 years, right? Go ahead. They come out. You're saying that they're not going to be shit still. No, what I'm saying is... That's what I'm asking you. I don't want to put words in your mouth. That's what I'm asking you. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if when he was out on the streets, he was ripping and running, he had five or six females, right? Mm -hmm. Well... Somebody, somebody told me they don't like when I, I use the word females because it refers to the genitalia and I need to use the word women more to show that we're actually a gender. So shout out to you. You know who you are when you tune in. So if he has five and six women, right? He? Yeah. Because we're talking about a guy. Man. A okay. man. You go to so jail. If a man, you got five. So if a man. All right. The man. This, don't start Fellas, I got y'all. Man, fuck that. This nigga. <laughs> This nigga got five and six, six women, bitches. right? All right, so less. Because <laughs> we keep it in the hood now, right? <laughs> but yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? You got five and six women that you dealing with or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. If you wasn't shit when you was on the streets, when it came to us dating or trying to build, while you're booked, that's not the time for us to try to figure it out. I don't like the fact that you have nothing but time on your hands. That's something that you need to deal with. Now, if you get out and you turned over a new leaf and you come looking for me, I'm totally fine with that. But don't expect, don't expect me to uh, step up to this role and play this position that honestly, it what it looks like from the outside looking in is like, it's all circumstantial. Now you want me to be there for you. You want me to do these visits. You want me to make sure I keep money on the phone, books for you and all of that. But when you was out on the street, I can get you to act right for shit. So was now, he paying or was he taking care of you a little bit? Was he helping out with the bills a little bit? Not saying see, that y'all needed it, but I'm just asking. You see, I gave the scenario how when I said if it was if I was in a relationship with a person and they was doing everything that they were supposed to do, I'm going to stick by your side. But if all your T's ain't crossed and your I's ain't dotted and you get behind that wall and think I'm finna do... I got some bad news for you. I see you when you come home. If you're lucky, I might not be involved, but shit. <laughs> 
It kind of is what it is at that point. That's how I look at it. And I'm just saying, because I know on the flip side, if I was to go to jail and let's say I was dealing with a, with a dude where it was just kind of like things was iffy, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't expect no nigga to um, be there for me. Not saying as a whole, but yo, niggas be pieces of shit. I could see a nigga. nigga might need you just to write. He might not need nothing from you. But just the correspondence, because being in somewhere where it's like literally three, four walls, and it's like, uh, granted, he put himself there. Exactly. But I'm not taking that away. I'm not saluting anyone that reaches out to, oh, let's try to rekindle, because it's like, oh, nigga, you need money on your books. That's the one you. What I'm saying That's is. That's how I be. That's what how I'm, I be. What I'm saying is, sometimes people do reach out, and it's like, damn, it's circumstantial, because it's, it's, it's not circumstantial. That's not the word I'm looking for, but it's fucked up, because it's like, all right, damn, I'm down bad, I'm in prison. I might not need no money for you. I might need you mentally just to correspond with me because I might be in the hole. I might be in DDU to where it's like, all right, I can't leave myself. I'm in here 24 hours. I can't leave myself. There's no books in here but the Bible. I done read Isaiah 30 times. I'm I mean, on Genesis for the fourth. It's like I hear everything that you know you're I mean? saying, but it, it like I'm not I'm not required. You're to do definitely it, you not. Know? Nobody is. No, my mom's not required to take care of me or hold me down in jail. Nobody is. All right, and that you know that brings me back to my very first episode Nobody. when I was talking about loyalty. Like Nobody. niggas that try to make it seem like oh, shorty ain't want to do the bid with me or this that, and the third. She wasn't loyal. Like on the flip side, do you think you would be able to do that? Any real man, no bullshit. And this we can take a, a vote. Any real man, any guy that's in jail, salute to them because they'll tell you like, nah, baby, go do your thing. Holding me down is not you not fucking. That's not holding me down. So dudes will tell you, like, oh, I'm about to go do 10 years. Baby, go do about, your thing. Go do your thing. It ain't even about fucking, though. No, I'm just saying. Some dudes get it mentally fucked up. Who is like, oh, da 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 she's out there doing this. I tell people like this. Your girl's life don't stop when you go to prison. Nobody's life no does. One. No Nobody one. My does. mom's not required. My sister, nobody. My friends aren't required. But I tell people at the same time, it's like, yo, you can't. You can't feel like somebody's obligated to do something for you and then not be honest with yourself. If they was in your shoes, would you be doing that for them? No. Let's a lot talk of people a lot it. of people don't want to answer that question. Let's talk about it. A lot of people don't want to answer that question. Me, I don't send a lot of people money in jail. I send my cousin and two other people. You know what I do do? Cuz there's so many, I always send a Christmas card or a Thanksgiving card. They know they're going to get that from me. You ain't getting no money from me. You know why? I was in prison. I gamble. I was drinking and everything else. Nah, nigga, you ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Niggas is trying to get some soups, nigga. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah. So with closing, well, the question that I really want to ask that matters the most is it's kind of a layered question. One, if you had the opportunity to do it over again, would you do it the I same? Don't know I ain't going back to prison. <laughs> 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 I'm saying because granted you didn't want to experience that, but it built a, a different level of character for you, right? If I would have went back, or if I go, if if I had to go back, I'm not, I I would be selling drugs in jail. Listen, I'm saying when I say go back, I don't oh. mean like would you go back to prison. I mean like live your life over. If you had to do it again, would you want to omit the prison part? Like would you want to just erase that, wipe it out all completely? That's what I'm saying. Nah, because if I gotta erase that, I'm gonna wipe. I need a fresh start for everything. 
This is what you ain't let me get my issue oh. off. That's the question I was asking, nigga. Like, Hell no, no, nobody want to go back to jail the, twice. You wipe off the prison. You gotta wipe off everything else. I know nobody want to go back to jail. Max B no made mar- a whole song. I want no marijuana felonies or nothing. Don't want to finish. All right, I get that. Okay, so now we got that out the way. You would want to still experience everything that you did because I'm assuming it definitely played a major role in the man you are today. I'm going to say that if we're not wiping everything out, I'm not regretting nothing or wiping anything out. Okay. We're not going to wipe off one section if we're not wiping out the whole thing. Because realistically, if you take out one part, that will definitely have an effect and alter the man and everything else. So it's like, nah, we're not going to just take out one part because maybe the prison might have shaped the businessman to where it's like, oh, da 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 da. So it's like, no. Nah, See, that's what I was getting at. We're going to wipe everything. If, right. if that's the case, we're going to wipe everything. We're not just going to pick apart. Oh, let me take out that. Nah, fuck that. Wipe it all. Would you do anything differently? In my life? Or just like do from my past when I've done, done anything different? You can answer the question however you want. So open in the question, my man. Yes, I would. And I can't go too deep yeah, I don't want into you to, it. Yeah, this ain't Vlad TV. I'll, we could talk offline about that. I'm trying to go that. to prison. <laughs> But we could talk offline about there, it, but give few, me the light there version. There are a few things that I would have done different. Realistically, if I had the opportunity, I probably would have been it. I would have swallowed my pride and nah, because that's erasing. That's that's erasing. I wouldn't do nothing different. No. All right. What I would have done was learned a little more. Okay. That's what I did. I, I would have. I would have learned more. I would have picked up a book. That's what I would have done different. I would have picked up a book faster. I would have been more open-minded faster. I would have cut off people a little faster. Now, like I told you, my question was layered. This is the most important question for me anyways to you. What can you offer as far as uh, words of encouragement or to inspire someone who is in the process of this transition or who is going through the same thing currently? Do you have any words of advice for them? Each one teach one, man. Each one teach one, friend. I'm going to say, first and foremost, ask me the question again. Say it again. I'm sorry. Ask me the question again, because I got I to gotta give it to you good in closing. I got to get it nah, closing. That's all one. good. This is my uh, the most important question. Do you have any words of advice or, you know, any words of inspiration for a, someone who is currently going through this predicament or for B, anybody who might be like stuck at the crossroads. Is there anything that you want to tell them? Each one, teach one, friend. So I'm going to say this. If you're trying to change, I don't like to use trying. If you're aiming to change, striving to change, then be honest with yourself and really like have a heart to heart with yourself and say hey am i ready for this and then do yourself one better and say hey do i really want to do this hey is this what i want my whole point is don't lie to yourself if you're gonna lie to yourself then you're not gonna make it and i mean that as far as with this whole transition to where it's like if you don't want to do right if you don't want to go the right way don't lie to yourself and force yourself to try to go the right way because you're gonna stumble you're going to stumble even if you tell yourself the truth like hey I want to do this when you when when you lie to yourself and you stumble you're going to you know the, now you're going to up the ante all the way now because you you know you've been bought into a lie just be honest with yourself and shit doesn't happen overnight shit doesn't happen overnight 
surround yourself with you know like-minded individuals um your support system is is major that that is one thing i'm learning that's major and whoever your higher power or whoever you believe in whatever the case may be spiritually tap into you know your spiritual side and just you know meditate meditate self-reflection is big very big like just always take the time to meditate self-reflect spend some time alone to yourself so where you your thoughts are clear and you can make the right decisions to where it's like hey i've been here before just don't give up on yourself i guess all in one when i paraphrase it don't lie to yourself do not give up on yourself and just have patience most importantly practice humility that was the biggest thing i learned all right friend you know thank you for your time Nah, don't take them shits out yet. We still, I still got a few things I want to say. <laughs> you ready to give up on me? I didn't drain you like that, huh? I don't. No, it's not that. I need to grab <laughs> another water. I don't want to move. I'm messing up the recording. All right, all right. Real quick, I want to thank you for your time. You know, I try to have my podcast focus on the urban self help, and I think that this is something that needs to be talked about. Could you know? People paint this picture and they really don't know what it's like looking from the outside, looking in, but it's good to have some insight and, you know, somebody who's actually been through it and actually came out on top of a successful story. So I definitely appreciate you. You're welcome. I'm still broke. The success story is still, I'm still writing pages. <laughs> you ain't broke. Let still me get $50 pages. for the hoes get to you, and, um, You ain't broke. <laughs> can't get off the hill without saying this. Free them all and free the jails, man. Nah, some of them need to get kept. We ain't going to do that. Free them some all. Some of them niggas was wilding. Free the jails. You got any, you want to plug your socials, any of your businesses? You know, this is free promo right here, can, right now. Don't follow me on Snapchat. Do not follow me on Facebook. I need you guys Yo. to go to bostonstreetunion.com. Go purchase your gear. Go learn something, you know. Oh, go follow the Instagram, Boston Street Union XL on IG and on Twitter. Twitter, you guys can follow me. And that's it, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Thank you for having me, man. I I appreciate you. I'm proud of you, you know? You know, I'm trying to do a little song. All right, cut it, cut it. Nah, 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 nah. Don't start that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Real quick, before I get up out of here, Twitter and Instagram, P underscore D-A-T underscore P. I'll be resuming my Talk To Me Nice segment next episode. For any inquiries, if you have any questions, feel free to email me at popthatpersonality at gmail.com. If you was digging the content, share my shit with a friend. And if you disagreed or you just want to get into some good banter, still pull my shit up and share it with a friend. But nah, for real, thanks for coming to rock out with the PDP podcast. And remember, on this here platform, you will always be encouraged to pop that personality.